Hello everybody, welcome to our Newsmakers Podcast. This is Kyle Gargaro and today I sat down with Butch Welsh of Welsh Heating and Cooling and we talked everything contractors are interested in from dry charge units to regional standards. So enjoy the talk and we'll see you on the other side. Okay, now we're going to bring in Butch Welsh of Welsh Heating and Cooling in St. Louis and also in, uh, a columnist for the news. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Butch. Uh, my pleasure, Kyle. Um, I want to just uh, you know, touch base a couple of contractor questions here for you since you're out there in the field. Uh, first off, as you know, the economy remains turbulent and the weather was not very cold this last winter, uh, how are all these um, conditions affecting your business? Well, they certainly do have an effect on it, uh, and, and to say that it uh, was not very cold is, is an understatement. Uh, uh, it may not have been the warmest uh, winter on record, but I, got, I have to say I think it was the least cold uh, winter on record. Uh, we just didn't have any cold weather at all. Furnace is hardly ran at all. So uh, definitely service calls were down. Um, we tried to be uh, just in general because uh, business has been down anyway. And so we did uh, some direct mail and some things that, that kept some replacements coming. And, and the other thing is, we frankly, we've gotten our overhead down just because of the way things have been the last three or four years. We've gotten our overhead down that as long as we watch our direct costs uh, we were able to survive it pretty well but it's uh you know it's coming on top of everything else that's that's going on you know we do uh new construction and new construction remains uh, uh down about 80 percent from the high in 2005 so uh, uh times are very interesting no doubt about it okay great uh, I, I got a i got a few questions uh that are kind of hot topics in the contractor world i'd like to get your view on uh, the dry charge unit issue it seems that uh, more of these dry charge units are being sold than what was kind of originally anticipated. Um, do you think yeah, selling I, these is the right thing to do? No, I don't. And I, I'm just, I'm really disappointed. And to tell you the truth, I was at two dealer meetings uh, in the last three weeks, and both dealer meetings, they made a big point of how uh, they are trying to talk their contractors in using more dry charge units. Uh, the fact that the dry charge percentage, they say, is going to go up from like 18 or 19 to 25%, and they want their contractors to be part of it. And to me, it's just, uh, it makes absolutely no sense. It cannot be right for the customer in most cases when you were looking at a product that, that in 2020, they're still talking about uh, uh, going away, and the price of it is going out of sight as well. And uh, I, I do affects your credibility as a contractor even telling customers one thing and then kind of now now you you know you're being told to tell them something else if, if you if you go that route yes I definitely yeah. think it would uh, would deter your credibility frankly we're not uh, we're not changing our position uh, our position has remained the same I think all of last year we still mine uh, dry charge units uh, this year I don't expect it to be anymore we're not 
and we're not encouraging the dry charge situation at all. The only time if we have somebody who uh, they've sold their house, their conditioning unit out, uh, and they have to replace it, and they just, that's the most money they're going to spend. So it is on the, the cheapest thing they can get, uh, then, then we'll do it. Uh, or if we happen to have a condo situation where the vines are, are uh, too small and they're buried in a ceiling, uh, we may do a, a one there. But that, that's it. Like I said, we did nine last year, and, and we don't see that growing. And we're not encouraging business by any stretch. Okay, interesting. Um, while we're on the topic of refrigerants, how are you handling the rapid rise of the R22 prices? Are you uh, hearing it all from your customers? Yeah, well, well no, not so much yet because, uh, you know, we just really started uh, uh, in the, the air conditioning season, which fortunately was early this year. But um, what we are doing is we're taking, again, a proactive approach. Uh, we went back and checked our records uh, for the last two years, and anybody that we put in, uh, any, any uh, a refrigerant 22, uh, we're going back to them and explaining the situation to them, telling them that we have to do that again here. It's going to be a lot more expensive, and I should be aware of that. And uh, even more importantly, uh, it's probably time to consider replacing that uh, R22 unit with, a, with an R410A unit. And uh, uh, we think that, think that at least... By doing that, we're being uh, we're being honest and proactive with the customers. We're telling them the price is going to be up. We're not saying that it's going to be double or whatever it was because I, I don't know if, if it's gotten to you guys yet, but it actually settled down just a little bit uh, uh, in the last week. Okay. Uh, not a lot. Right. It came down a little bit. So uh, uh, I think I think it's going to settle down to some uh, uh, reasonable thing. I think there are a lot of people trying to take advantage of the, the situation uh, uh, when the announcement was made. Okay, interesting perspective. Um, also want to get your take on regional standards. Actually, we had a recent poll at our website, achrnews.com, and uh, more than 70% of our readers hadn't heard about this issue. Um, we have Acca and Hardy suing the DOE over these standards. Um, I assume you know what they are, and uh, uh, how do you think they're going to affect the HVAC contractor, and uh, are these even enforceable? Well, that, you, you hit the nail on the head, and yes, we're very familiar with it, and in fact, on that as well, uh, we've got a, a letter that our service techs carry with them. Uh, they run into a situation on a furnace that's over 10 to 15 years old, and the people have a situation where it would be very difficult uh, or very expensive uh, to replace the 80% furnace with a 90% furnace. We're giving them the letter which explains what's happening uh, and the fact that we would encourage them sometime before May of 2013 to consider replacing their furnace because uh, because of the, the, the conditions. Uh, to go back to your other question, I, I think the enforcement is going to be the very difficult thing. When we went to when we went to 13 SEER units and we went to R410A, uh, despite the dry charge uh, loophole, um, they, they could uh, put the uh, uh, they, they could kind of control the manufacturers and say, okay, manufacturers, you can't manufacture uh, any R22 units and you can't manufacture a unit that's less than 13 SEER. But in this case, uh, because we happen to be the southernmost state in the uh, in the 90% region, and the, the, uh, at least a couple of our suppliers supply 
Arkansas, which are 80% uh, areas. So the manufacturers are going to be able to make 80% units. The vendors, uh, our uh, wholesalers, are going to be able to stock and sell 80% units because they have uh, distribution in areas that use 80%. So it looks to me like then the only area of enforcement is going to be through the contractors. And I can't, in my for the life of me, see how that's going to happen. We know that contractors just don't work. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, just the, the paper trail, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I hate to say it, but I mean, I think there's going to be cheating and, and, uh, uh, and it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be difficult. Uh, we run into, uh, you know, everything in St. Louis has basements and we run into a lot of situations where there's a furnace, um, that's an interior furnace, uh, and to get a PVC pipe out, um, uh, is going to be, you know, nothing's impossible. Uh, all it takes is money, but it's going to be very impractical uh, to run a PVC pipe either horizontal through a finished lower level or out the roof uh, through finished uh, two finished floors above. And uh, it's going to be, I, you know, I think there, I mean, I really think there's going to need to be some exceptions put in there. But then when you start making exceptions, everything becomes an exception. And I don't know how that's going to happen. So I, I'm very interested to see how they plan to enforce this because um, if, if they asked me, I would I would have a lot of difficulty trying to explain uh, uh, how it would happen. Uh, our guys, we talked about it internally, and they say, well, the, the inspectors should be the ones uh, uh, to enforce it. But the problem with that is, and we have in trouble with inspectors enforcing the uh, the codes and that as they are now. Uh, they they enforce them differently, and and uh, so I'm not sure that's an answer either. I, I don't have an answer. I do, but I do see I having a big effect on the industry, and I, I see a lot of cheating possibilities and, and a lot of things happening uh, as we watch it go forward. Yeah, it sounds like time's going to tell on this one. Um, let's talk a little about about the tax credits or not the lack of tax credits. I guess uh, two years ago they were 1,500 and seemed to boost the industry a little bit. Um, last year, they were 500 and, you know, was a noticeable drop-off, and uh, now they've gone away. Um, what impact do you think uh, the lack of tax credits are having, and do you think the industry maybe became too dependent on them? I think what happened was uh, I, I don't think the lack of them as much of a problem was the fact of having them. Uh, I think having them uh, moved people forward to make replacements and changes, and I think... Uh, you know, quite honestly, did it gain us any real business? I think it gained us some business in the the last half of 2010, but we suffered uh, through a lot of 2011 because of it. And I think we're still we're still seeing some uh, uh, noticing some of the ramifications of it because of uh, people that that replaced their furnace that probably wouldn't have been replacing it till now. My personal thought is they're better off to just leave it alone, let the let the real marketplace uh, uh, have have its uh, have its effect. Uh, don't come in with an artificial tax credit and then take it away, because when you take it away uh, and and people know that you're going to take it away, it, it makes things really hectic near the end, and um, uh, and then after it's over. Then, then what do you do for an encore? And, and uh, when you fifteen hundred dollars was a significant amount of money on a furnace replacement, and when you take that away, um, it, 
you know, it, it hurts your business. And one of the biggest problems we have in, in all of our business because of the weather conditions and everything is trying to keep things somewhat of a steady flow. And when you put an artificial uh, impetus of some kind in, whether it's tax credits or whatever, uh, that just adds more to the spike, uh, the, the spikes and, and, and troughs rather than r- trying to give us an even flow of business. Sure. I'd also like to get a contractor's perspective on Nate, who went through some uh, restructuring recently. What's your opinion mm-hmm. on Nate? And uh, Are your techs surf- certified, and, and do you see a benefit? We have several of our techs that are uh, that are uh, certified. Uh, we continue every year. We get uh, we get more certified, and, and the ones we have certified are getting more certifications. Um, you know, I guess I'm uh, I, I hear that they're starting to do some uh, some national advertising and some uh, consumer advertising, and you know. I, I think right now, so far, they've left it up to basically the contractors. Um, the, the, the manufacturers have advertised to contractors that they want our people to be NATE certified, but that really hasn't gone to the to the consumer, and they've left it up to contractors to uh, to, to support it and to get the name out. And quite frankly. I'll bet if you took a hundred people out there, I'd be surprised if one of them uh, in the general public had any idea what Nate was. I don't. There's no. I don't see any pull for it. Um, the push from us is that it is a certification, and we can say that our our technicians are certified to be technicians, and it gives us uh, uh, somewhat of a uh, a badge of honor, if you will. Uh, I don't know that it really does as much as I would like for it to do, but I think it's a long-term it's a long-term project. I mean, I didn't think uh, ever that uh, it would take so much money uh, to to make the consumer aware of what uh, a NATE certified technician is. That um, uh, that's not something that's going to happen in five or ten years. That's more of a twenty to thirty year project, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good thoughts. Um, anything new and exciting going on at uh, Welsh Heating and Cooling? Are you getting uh, gearing up for a hot summer? Well, we we are. We're uh, uh, quite honestly, we're 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 uh, really swamped right now. It's been uh, uh, unbelievable. Uh, we've had uh, eighty degree weather for the last uh, three weeks. Uh, yeah, last three weeks, and um, we're you know like twenty to. 25 degrees above normal, and uh, it has really kicked things uh, uh, going. Uh, a year ago, I, I did some research, and a year ago, uh, our high temperature the last week of March was 39 degrees, and okay. and uh, on the five days, and uh, uh, you know we had lows in the 20s and highs in the 30s. Now we're getting lows in the 50s and 60s and highs in the 80s. So it's certainly made people start thinking about air conditioning a lot earlier than ever. We're able to set up our cleaning checks. We've got our entire crew of 20 service guys doing, uh, uh, when they're not doing uh, uh, repairs, they're doing cleaning checks, which is probably three to four weeks earlier than we normally would. Uh, I just hope that it continues and we continue with hot weather. We're we're very excited about it. We're gonna we're, we're again we're gonna be proactive. We're not gonna count on uh, count on 100 degree weather. We're uh, we're doing some things to let people know we're here and we've got deals. And like I said, we told them about the 
the R22 situation. And, and so, you know, we're trying to turn that into a positive. We don't think the dry charge is the way to go. We think that higher prices of R22 are just a better reason for people to change out those units and replace them. And we think that somebody that's got an 80% furnace that, uh, uh, that wants to replace it and doesn't want a 90%, now's the time to do that too. So we're, we're trying to create some business that way, irrespective of what the, what the temperatures bring. I hate to sit back and just wish, wish on the weather channel because that, uh, that can be dangerous. Right, I hear you. All right, well, we really appreciate you uh, taking the time. We always love to hear your views on, uh, on the various topics. You get uh, give us some good information. Also want to want to thank you for your continued uh, columns from, for the, the print edition of the news. We really enjoy reading those over here. Well, thank you, Kyle. I, I enjoy doing it, and I appreciate what all you all that you guys do for the industry, and and, and really presenting the news as it is, and and uh, without a lot of bias. And, and uh, we're we're very we're, we're very lucky to, to, in our industry to have a, a publication that does what you guys do for us. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, have a great summer, Butch. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Really appreciate uh, Butch for taking the time with us. You can listen to us on iTunes or ACHRnews.com. Good times, everybody.